technique is obviously important when it comes to weightlifting, but flawless technique I don't think is necessary and it's generally unattainable. Welcome to the Waiting Game Podcast a podcast where I attempt to bring more dialogue into the world of Olympic weightlifting and share my experiences and perspectives in the sport and resistance training in general. It was a perspective I wish was more accessible during my earlier years of training, so here is my attempt to bring that value to those who may be seeking it. Hello and welcome everyone to episode 41 of the Waiting Game podcast. I am your one and only host, once again joined by my two dogs Douglas and Pingu in the room that I'm recording this. But for those that don't know me, I'm Brandon Wakeling, I'm an Olympian and multiple time representative at the Commonwealth Games. And in this episode, I am going to touch and elaborate further on a thread that I made last week. Thread meaning that new app that Instagram just launched. I'm not sure of everyone else's opinion on the app, but I don't mind it. It's a nice change with it being so text-based, and I was never really one to get into Twitter. Twitter's not really a big thing in Australia. It may be in America and other countries, but I know in my circles, no one ever had Twitter. Everyone had Facebook, everyone had Instagram, Snapchat, but Twitter was never my thing, so this is my introduction into more of a text-based social media, and I'm kind of enjoying it. It's starting to get filled with some more memes and stuff now that more people are joining, and I'm refraining from posting any memes. I'm trying to keep it text-based as I kind of enjoy the act and thought that goes into writing. And this is, I would say, a skill set that I've really put work into through these 42 weeks that I've done the podcast, especially at the moment as I'm halfway through a rehabilitation process for an injury. So my training is very limited, and I've had all of this unspent energy that I've wanted to put into weightlifting. So through my coaching, for instance, plus doing this podcast, with this podcast especially, as you could imagine, I take a lot of notes before I do a podcast. After doing 42 episodes, I have amassed a lot of notes through text, and I've found that the act of writing can really help me think out loud and discover what I truly think on certain topics. I've had topics that I've done this podcast on where once I've thought of the idea, then started to write notes and kind of extrapolate on my thoughts, realized that I had a bit more of a nuanced view on it, a little different than on the surface level of what I thought that I was going to talk on. So if anyone out there has a skill set that they want to develop, then I would recommend writing. Or if you're someone that's quite reflective and introspective, even in this podcast today when I talk about the topics that I talk about, even try to mimic and write down your own pseudo-podcast episode on this topic, and you might learn more about yourself. Back to the thread I made. So going back last week, I posted a thread that said, if I could have one superpower in weightlifting, it wouldn't be incredible mobility, it wouldn't be impressive leg strength, it wouldn't be flawless technique, it would be the ability to remain injury-free. Don't discourage the value in the pursuit of longevity and sustainability. Now, with those four superpowers that I just listed, being mobility, strength, technique, and remaining injury-free, I took to Instagram and asked the same question and asked people to rank these four, and to be expected, I gained differing results with people valuing all of these aspects differently, which is obviously to be expected as there isn't a right or wrong answer. 
but for the sake of this episode, I thought I'd personally rank them myself from least to most valuable in my eyes. All of them are important pillars, of course, but let's have a little fun with it. Starting with number four that I deemed the least valuable is flawless technique. Technique is obviously important when it comes to weightlifting, but flawless technique I don't think is necessary and it's generally unattainable. Plus, everyone is different, so there's no one-size-fits-all technique. Obviously, there are foundations to build upon, but everyone's technique is going to look a little different if it were to be at maximum efficiency. Let's say if I had a video game character and I had to max out one stat, it wouldn't be technique. And here's why I think this. Unlike the other three, I believe anyone can learn sufficient technique. Not saying flawless, I'm saying sufficient. Sufficient meaning enough to bring out the potential of the athlete while also limiting the risk of injury. The lifts are of course challenging in a technical sense, but I do believe people can be taught to lift well. Now there's a process to it and people can take the highway in this approach if they say try learn purely by watching Clarence Kennedy videos online on YouTube. Not to say there's anything wrong with his videos, he was one of the first people that I started watching in weightlifting. But I mean, watching a Polish lifter perform a full snatch at maximal weight and trying to emulate that from day one without understanding that there are steps to get to this stage and you can't just go straight to a full snatch with weight you have to start somewhere first. But that was essentially my reasoning behind it. Flawless technique I don't feel is necessary and everyone has the ability to learn sufficient technique to bring out their potential and risk injury. Moving on to number three, I had mobility. As much as it would be nice to have great mobility, just as it would be to have perfect technique, coming from someone that doesn't have the greatest mobility from years of playing rugby league prior to weightlifting, I'm simply saying for those out there that are struggling in this regard that they can make it work. I know personally, as someone that first started and couldn't perform a snatch as I didn't have the mobility to full squat in an overhead position, it takes a lot of effort to develop and maintain my mobility when it's going well. Also, when it comes to mobility, there is a point of diminishing returns where you don't have to be a contortionist when it comes to the snatch and clean and jerk. And when I compare to what I have at number two, there is no point of diminishing returns when it comes to the next one, and that is leg strength. As I've said in a few previous episodes now to quote my coach, this sport is not flower arranging. This is weightlifting, and you have to be strong. And an incredible amount of leg strength can go a long way in weightlifting. I think people downplay how much weightlifters can actually squat and how strong they are. Example, my best front squat as a 73 kilogram lifter, which I would say is a strength of mine, is 210 kilos. Shi Ziyong, the two-time reigning Olympic champion in my category, I have seen front squat 255 kilos. The difference in strength levels between myself and him is huge. Say if after I hit my 210 front squat, I loaded up 255 kilos and unracked it, I doubt I'd even be able to walk backwards out of the rack to even begin to front squat it. Another reason as to why I value this so highly is not particularly due to its transfer, but also due to its genetic factors, or, or more so in line with people's natural strengths and weaknesses. Some people are built to squat, some people aren't. Some people are built to deadlift a lot of weight, 
some people aren't. Not to say that everyone can't get way stronger, but not everyone has it in them to squat 300 kilos plus. Now, moving on to number one, which was remaining injury-free. And on the most important to me, I believe that this one is a legitimate superpower. And as someone who is currently eight weeks through a 12-week rehabilitation process for a knee issue that I've had for several years and has encountered a lot of issues on and off during my years competing at the elite level, I couldn't think of anything better than having the ability to train injury-free. If we were talking performance, I once heard a past Olympic medalist and world champion mention in an interview one time that weightlifting is the game that whoever remains injury-free the longest wins. Obviously, there's a lot more to it than that, but the hindrance of injuries after injury can put a huge strain on your performance. But way more important than performance, the unfortunate impact injuries can have on your physical and mental well-being can be quite significant depending on the person. I know it's something that I haven't particularly enjoyed being injured. It's something that I put forth to my athletes all the time to ensure that they're putting their health first above everything else. And it's just not a fun time seeing people injured and going through that process. So that is why I had it at number one. Now with that, I think I'm going to end the episode there. So thank you everyone for listening to the podcast. I appreciate everyone that listens. Be sure to rate and review the podcast as Apparently it helps the podcast grow, but I personally just enjoy seeing people who find value in the podcast. So with that, I'll see you all next week with another fresh topic. Talk to you then.